The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank believes communities thrive when individuals succeed. Working together, we can help create economic opportunity for all. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, June 24th. In today's news, Bernie Sanders proposes wiping out all student loan debt. Pete Buttigieg faces an angry crowd back home in South Bend. And the president brushes off calls to investigate Jamal Khashoggi's murder. But first, the big idea. President Trump continues his pattern of governing by brinkmanship. This month alone, he announced stiff tariffs on Mexico and then backed off when our southern neighbor promised to crack down on migration. He ordered an attack on Iran, and then he called it off at the last minute after he said a general told him probably 150 people would die. On Saturday, he announced that he's postponing for two weeks the massive ICE raids that he himself announced last week. Trump's ICE gambit appears to have fallen flat so far. Democrats have responded not by scrambling to the negotiating table, but rather by accusing him of government by hostage-taking. They say he's acting like an arsonist who set a fire and now wants credit for putting it out. Meanwhile, despite the temporary reprieve of the ICE raids, immigrant communities are mobilizing and preparing for potential roundups. Here in the D.C. area, five church congregations have offered sanctuary to immigrants facing deportation. U.S. citizens have volunteered to take children to doctor's appointments or summer school. Trump postponed the raids days before the launch of a Trump for Latinos effort, and some don't think it's a coincidence. Vice President Mike Pence is scheduled to be in Miami this week, one of the 10 cities where ICE planned to conduct its operations. The Archbishop of Miami says he doesn't doubt the optics of Pence campaigning in Miami while the raids were still happening was likely a factor in Trump's decision to postpone. Meanwhile, in Illinois last night, the Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a bill that bans private immigration detention centers in that state. Pritzker said he won't allow private companies to profit off Trump's immigration policies. He also signed a bill banning local police from assisting in federal immigration enforcement. Meanwhile, in Michigan, the state Republican Party headquarters was tagged with anti-ICE graffiti this weekend. The state party believes it was a personal attack on chairwoman Laura Cox, who spent a significant portion of her career as an ICE agent. Overnight, we got more sad news from the border. Three children and one woman were found dead near the Rio Grande. The dead include one toddler, two infants, and an approximately 20-year-old woman, according to the Hidalgo County Sheriff. The woman and children were found in an area notorious for illegal border crossings and drug trafficking. Their cause of death is still under investigation. And we also got word that a second U.S. military service member assigned to help secure the border has died in the sweltering heat of southern Arizona, Officials at Pearson Air Force Base in Colorado Springs said the service member, whose name we don't know yet, was found dead Sunday afternoon. The incident is under investigation, but foul play is not suspected. That same base announced earlier this month the death of another service member near the border. And here is your daily reminder that the past is never dead. It's not even past. Survivors of Japanese internment camps during World War II descended yesterday on Fort Sill in Oklahoma. They are distraught that 1,400 migrant children are going to be held at the same U.S. Army post where they were held during the 1940s. 
Satsuki Ina, 75, of San Francisco, was one of about two dozen former internees at the camp who came to the protest. She said she was there to protest, quote, the repetition of history. Met by uniformed military police, the protesters, many in their 70s and 80s, were told they didn't have permission to congregate and that they might face arrest. One of the soldiers shouted at them, quote, you need to move right now. What don't you understand? It's English. Get out. But the Los Angeles Times reports that the survivors, carrying thousands of origami cranes as a symbol of solidarity with these little kids, refused to leave until police from the nearby town of Lawton, Oklahoma, arrived. Then they moved to a park to continue their peaceful protest. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Bernie Sanders today will propose canceling the entire $1.6 trillion worth of existing U.S. student loan debt. Sanders is proposing the federal government pay to wipe clean the student debt held by 45 million Americans, including all private and graduate school debt, as part of a package that would also make public universities, community colleges, and trade schools tuition-free. Sanders is proposing to pay for these plans with significant taxes on Wall Street transactions that his campaign says will raise more than $2 trillion over 10 years, though some tax experts give lower revenue estimates. He's announcing the plan later today alongside Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and a handful of other House Democrats. Elizabeth Warren has proposed $640 billion in student debt forgiveness, and former Housing Secretary Julian Castro has introduced a more modest debt forgiveness plan. But all these proposals have raised strong objections, including from moderate Democrats, for giving taxpayer subsidies to educated Americans who on average have higher earnings than those with only a high school degree. Number two, back home in South Bend, Indiana, Mayor Pete Buttigieg faced an escalating leadership test during an emotional town hall last night. He's been struggling to soothe the city's pain caused by the killing of a black man by a white police officer. The shooting of Eric Jack Logan, who police allege was breaking into cars and wielding a knife when he was shot by Officer Ryan O'Neill last Sunday, has roiled the community, putting the spotlight on years of racial tension between the South Bend police and the city's African-American residents. The freewheeling town hall, which included a mix of questions, storytelling, and protesting from attendees who spoke directly to the mayor, focused on how the police department has interacted with the community for years, long before the shooting. The mayor, sitting on the stage with the police chief, responded to the heated questions and direct criticism by admitting failure on a number of fronts. Number three, Trump brushed off calls to investigate Jamal Khashoggi's death. In an interview that aired Sunday on NBC's Meet the Press, Trump revealed that he recently had a great conversation, in his words, with Saudi Arabian Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, and he said he did not raise the October killing of the Washington Post contributing columnist. The president made no pretenses about it. He said he remains focused on the business and strategic relationship with Saudi Arabia above all else. He said he's, quote, not a fool and wants to do business with them. Take their money, he said. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is in Saudi Arabia today, and the Iran crisis looms over that trip. Increasing fears of a military confrontation between the United States and Iran have changed the character and timing of Pompeo's week-long journey. It initially was built around him discussing trade in India, then joining Trump in Japan and South Korea to talk about 
stalled nuclear talks with Pyongyang. But at the last minute, stops have been added in Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. The change reflects the likelihood that the crisis with Iran is not over, even after Trump canceled that military strike. Pompeo said his talks with the Saudi and UAE rulers will focus on corralling other countries into a coalition that is prepared to take on Tehran. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, June 24th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.